friends, welcome to the Link Fitness Show. I'm your host, Marissa Deshong, aka Link, and I'm here to motivate and educate on all things fitness, nutrition, and mindset to help you create an energized and healthy lifestyle. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. Woo! Episode 51, moving right along. Today, we are going to be doing a little Q&A. I always like to pop in with some of these just to make sure that whatever questions you have are are being answered, they're being covered. I'm going in depth with anything that you need me to go in depth with because I am here to help you, sister. All right? All right. So if you have any questions, you can scroll down and either, either leave me a voice message directly through the podcast and I will have your a question answered right here on the podcast, or you can just send me a message. You can send me an email, whatever you'd prefer um, with any questions that you have. I can answer you and then I can even do a whole podcast topic on it to make sure I am diving super deep into the areas that you need help with. I am here for you. So let's just dive right on in. Question number one is easy ways to get more protein. So Protein is one that most people do struggle to hit. So some different ways that you can get more in with ease, I would say, is having protein snacks, um, having it more than just protein with your meals. So protein snacks could be things like protein bars. Um, Quest has some really good protein chips. Greek yogurt, edamame, um, jerky is normally pretty high in protein. So having snacks like that on hand at all times will be super, super helpful to get you a little bit closer. Um, and then you can really get the most in your meals. Um, but I would definitely say protein snacks are going to be a really helpful way to get more. Um, with that, like I said, eating protein with every meal doesn't have to be a lot, but just make sure you're getting enough. I always tend to eat more protein with lunch and especially dinner than I do my other meals throughout the day. Um, so I would definitely say, With breakfast, a good one would be something like eggs, turkey bacon, and some Greek yogurt, Um, and then having a protein bar as like your mid-morning snack, something like that, really making sure that you're getting enough protein. Um, Another one would be batch prepping it. So I would say you could batch prep your protein. So Greek yogurt, not Greek yogurt, Um, ground beef, ground turkey, uh, chicken, steaks, anything like that. Prep it out in advance. That way it's prepared for you and you know you always have a protein source with your meals throughout the week. And that would be a big one is batch prepping because then you can kind of like if you make a big container of ground beef, you can mix it in with tons of different things very, very easily. So make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel because I will have a video coming out next week. Um, that talks about this and some other meal prep tips. So definitely check that out. But the biggest ones and probably the easiest one I would say is to have protein snacks on hand and readily available for you. Greek yogurt is one of my staples. I always have Greek yogurt in the house. So I definitely recommend trying that out as well. Next question is free weights versus machines. Which is better? They both have their pros and cons. Honestly, um, I personally prefer free weights because mainly because machines are geared toward like the quote average sized person, but I'm five foot seven and I have 
very, very long legs. So for me, some machines just really aren't comfortable and I can't get in like the proper position to do the movement with proper form or I should say the best form that I possibly can. Um, but I do want to break this down a little bit deeper because again, they both have their pros, but they also both have cons. So you really have to weigh out which one is going to be best for you. I personally like free weights, but machines are also very, very helpful. I do use machines as well. So some pros I would say for free weights. So this is things like dumbbells, barbells, that kind of stuff. They allow you to, I call them the helper helper muscles or like the stabilizer muscles. You can incorporate them a lot more with free weights than you can with a machine. Um, they're also, free weights are a lot more flexible. So you can easily like change your grip to something or set up in a different way in order to add some like variation to your exercises. So for example of this, um, one of my favorite like bicep moves is you have your palms forward holding dumbbells and you do a bicep curl up with your palms forward. And then when you get to the top of the movement, you rotate your hands. So then your palms are in facing each other and then you lower your arms back down. So it's kind of like you do a bicep curl up and then you change your grip to a hammer curl on the letdown. Um, reverse curls, all that kind of stuff. Very, very easy to alternate back and forth between exercises. So if you wanted to do a bicep curl into a shoulder press, you could easily swap that where with a machine you typically can't. Um, so that is one of the biggest pros for me is that I can be so flexible with it, uh, with the free weights. And then too, you can just, you can do a lot with just one set of dumbbells you really can like you can do squats, you can do bicep curls, you can do shoulder press, you can do lateral raises, you can do so many things with just one set of dumbbells. So in a year like 2020, where COVID had us on lockdown for quite some time, and gyms weren't open, and you couldn't do much, having just one set of dumbbells could take you really, really far where if you were to think about it of, okay, well, I just at home, I have a leg extension machine. Great, you're gonna get like, two exercises in and then be like, okay, now what? What do I do here? You know, so you really can do a lot with free weights. They're just, I love how flexible they are. So that would honestly probably be the biggest pro. Um, but some cons, if you if you don't have proper form, you're at a higher risk of injury because you don't have the, the movement down pat. Um, but in this case, it can be easily kind of fixed by just saying, okay, we'll drop the weight study the form, get make sure your form is right, and then increase the weight. That would be the best thing for you. Or even just go no weight and just do body weight movements of that said exercise so you feel comfortable with it and then you can add some weight. But off the jump, if you don't have proper form, you are at a higher risk of getting hurt. Um, and then kind of to tie in with a proper form, you have to make sure you're not swinging the weight or using any kind of momentum to lift certain dumbbells or, or barbells, whatever it is, because you're taking away from the exercise itself at that point. So really making sure that your form is right is going to be the biggest thing. And if you don't have proper form, free weights probably aren't for you, especially at first. If you want to start with a machine of a certain exercises and then build on it from there, that's a good option for you. But really making sure that your form is right, no matter what you're doing, is going to be really, really important. So some pros of the machine then I would say would be great for beginners, right? So the machine literally puts you in place, helps you kind of guide through the movement and make sure that you're doing it proper. 
and then you can um, build on that from there. So machines are really, really great for anybody who's a beginner or just uncomfortable in the gym setting. Uh, plus, most of them will have descriptions and and tell you, okay, do one, two, three, four, five, six. It'll tell you what muscle groups you're hitting, all that kind of stuff. So you can kind of build a a workout based off of the machines, but not my favorite. I think it can be super boring and it can be hard to handle. So just be careful with that. And then um, another really good benefit of a machine is that it's really helpful when trying to isolate a specific muscle group. So for example, like if I'm on a leg extension machine, I have a heavy focus on my quads versus if I'm squatting while yes, I'm still targeting my quads. I'm also targeting my glutes, my hamstrings, my lower back, my core, all that stuff is also being incorporated during a squat. So having a machine really allows you to isolate whatever muscle group you're trying to target and build on it from there. So some of the negatives of the machine, I would say you have to stick to the set path of the machine. So it can be it can be difficult to incorporate some other, like the stabilize the muscles like I was talking about earlier. So you can only do so much with one machine and you can only do so much when it comes to hitting different muscle groups and you can only do so much space-wise, you know, like one machine is only going to give you a certain muscle group where a dumbbell or a set of dumbbells, you can do a hell of a lot more. Um, and then again, they're machines are built for the quote unquote average person. So if you're short or you're tall the machine may not be the best fit for you. It may not be comfortable. This just happened for my client the other day. She um, is 5'2", I think she is, 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, um, and she was trying to do a leg curl. And it, the, she said, she's like, I adjusted the machine like 100 times and it still wasn't like feeling right. Um, so I told her, I was like, okay, then we're dicks ditching. I tried to say nixing and ditching at once. Whoops. Um, we're nixing that exercise and finding a replacement that's going to be a better fit for you. So if you're not completely comfortable on the machine or you don't have anybody you're comfortable asking to kind of check, then I would honestly move away from it and say like, okay, maybe this isn't the best fit for me right now. If, if you've adjusted the machine and tried to change it around to fit you and it still doesn't work, then just avoid that. Um, and then some machines are great when you're looking to perform certain movements, but others can mess up your form and put you at risk of injury. So for example, if you are doing squats on a Smith machine, it's keeping you in that said line, like whatever that bar is, that bar doesn't move. You can't move the bar off the rack. So unless you're leaning back into the bar and squatting straight down that way, if your feet are too far back behind the bar, then it's going to push you forward and it's not going to, you're not going to have proper form with your squat. So you have to be really careful of what exercises you're trying to do on a machine versus free weights. So I know this was a really long drawn out answer, but I would say try some different things out, have a combination of the two. It's personally what I do with myself and all of my clients. So unless they're working from home fully, I definitely say have a combination um, try the machines out. If you don't like them, then don't do them. If you try a, a dumbbell workout out and you don't like that dumbbell exercise, then don't do that dumbbell exercise. It's literally that simple. So just some pros and cons of the two. You can, you can make your choice. I prefer free weights. I think free weights are better, but that's just me. Okay. Okay. So since I just talked for like two hours, I'm going to take a quick drink here. Okay, so next question. Most effective style of cardio? Oh, this is going to kind of 
we're going to have pros and cons of this one too. So um, really the easiest way to answer this question, I would say, is pick what you enjoy. The most effective style of cardio is whatever one you enjoy the most. Plain and simple because you're going to do that one more. Okay, so if you absolutely love to run, then run. That's your most effective style of cardio because you're going to be more apt to do it because you like it and you're probably going to challenge yourself more because you do enjoy it and it's just going to be more fun for you. So you have a higher chance of completing that exercise. Cardio is not effective if you're not doing it at all. So if you love to walk, get your ass in gear, boot scoot and boogie down the street, right? If you love the elliptical, if you love the stair climber, if you love the rowing machine, whatever, if you love HIIT workouts, do HIIT workouts, whatever you want to do. Um, really the, the most important thing is that you're moving your body, you're, you're challenging your system and you're progressively overloading. So when you incorporate progressive overload, you're making your cardio circuits or cardio exercises or routines, whatever, more challenging to help you improve and help you continue to grow. So really the most effective style of cardio I'd say is whatever you prefer best, plain and simple. So that's kind of uh, my straightforward answer for that. So next question is best workout clothes. I'm so glad someone asked this because I love me some gym clothes. So right now I would say my absolute favorite brand is Petula. Um, I'll have the the link for them in the show notes. I'm not affiliated with them whatsoever. Um, I just really love the quality of their their leggings and just their tops, their pieces, their sports bras. They're they're easily my favorite brand right now. Um, and they've I've been buying from Petula since they like first started. So that was a few years ago. And I definitely think that they are continuing to improve on their quality. Like their quality from the jump was amazing. I still have the first top I ever bought from them and it's still in great shape. Um, whereas other companies I, I bought, I wore it for like six months to a year and then I had to get rid of it because it wasn't in the best shape anymore. Um, so if you're looking to get the best bang for your buck, I'm going to say Petula all the way, Petula all the way. Um, some other good ones though, Bucked Up actually does have clothes that are super cute, super comfortable. I love their tops, especially, um, I have quite a few crop tank tops from Bucked Up and a couple, um, crop sweatshirts and regular sweatshirts, all amazing pieces. Um, what else? Buff Bunny is good. Navigation is good. I haven't tried Balance yet, um, but I've heard great things about them. Um, who else? Yeah, I'd probably say my my number one is, is Petula. Um, again, make sure you check out my YouTube video because I just did a little mini Petula haul. Um, so check that out. Let me know what you think on that. But that's probably, that's my favorite. Um, but then I also, you know, the ones I just said are some other good ones too. So next question. And the final question, meal prep tips for someone who works a lot. (laughs) Busy women, eh? Okay. So meal prep tips, I would say biggest things, picking days to, to cook, So having set cooking days of like, okay, I I cook Sundays and Wednesdays. That gets me through my week. That's my best fit. Other people are going to be Saturdays. Some people could do all of their cooking on Sundays. It's really whatever works best for you. So I would say pick a cooking day and stick to it. 
try it out. Make sure you try it a couple times. See how you like it. If if you want to venture out and try two days a week versus one or whatever, try that out. Um, and then with meal prep tips, I always recommend pre-logging some food, especially if you are a macro tracker. Pre-log your food. Get a rundown of what you need. That way you don't even have to think about it. You just you get it, you cook it, you prep it, it's done. Um, let's see, some other tips I would say definitely cooking in bulk, you know, so getting things that are going to last you for a while too. So something like rice, you can cook a shit ton of rice in a little bit of time. Um, vegetables, meal prep tip. Oh, this is a good one too. Um, if you are say cooking chicken, you can get a, a, a sheet, lay tinfoil across it, Um, and then fold up the aluminum foil into like sections. So you have like little dividers. So then you can take chicken and either do one whole chicken breast or you can cut it up or nuggets, strips, whatever you want to do. Um, and lay them out on the tin or on the aluminum foil across the pan and within each section. So you have little like dividers of aluminum foil throughout the sheet. So in one section you could do like honey barbecue In another section you can just do plain In another section you can do Parmesan crusted, like Really, whatever you want to do, just try and stick with something that no matter what seasoning you put on it, it's going to be the same amount of cook time on the same temperature, that kind of stuff. Or at least just monitor like you can pull one out when you know it's done, that kind of stuff. Um, But I found that to be super, super helpful. So you can cook three, four different types or different seasonings on your chicken at one time instead of cooking one, taking it out, cooking another, taking it out back and forth. Um, you can cook a bunch of different ones at once. And then on another pan, you can literally just throw vegetables in there with some seasoning, cook the vegetables up on the top of the stove. You're going to have some rice cooking. Boom. That's days worth of food. And you literally can just pop it in the oven and walk away. You know, if you have a rice cooker, you pop it in there, you come back when it's done. And even if you don't, I'd say cook your rice first, let it sit while the, um, chicken and the vegetables are cooking. And then that's that. You can get other things done at once. So if you are like me and on Sundays is your cleaning day, you can pop that stuff in the oven, get some cleaning done, and then go from there. So it's not taking too much time away from other other things that you have to get done as well. So that would be a good one. Um, but yeah. So like I said, if you have any other questions or anything you want me to dive deeper on it, make sure you send me a message. Let me know. I'd be more than happy to get that answered for you. Um, and if you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. Okay. Absolute world to me. And another reminder, since I did mention bucked up earlier, if you purchase from bucked up, make sure you use code link 20. That's L I N K two zero to save 20% on your order. And when you do that, make sure you send me a screenshot of your order confirmation that has uh, my code included on it. So you can be entered into my monthly giveaway where I'll be giving um, gift cards towards Bucked Up Supplements. Super happy I just started doing this. So I'm excited to um, give back, you know, and support you and love on you and help you get some more good supplements or cute outfits, whatever it may be for you. So all right, that's all I have. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll catch you in the next episode. (laughs) 